and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week where we're going into the international break in a good vein of form. Obviously the past uh, month or so since Philippe Clement's been here has been really positive um, and we get a break off the back of that now to kind of refocus, get his ideas more over to the players, get a couple injured guys back, get players that are just coming back for injury more fit and obviously there's going to be players out in international duty that will keep playing so it's going to be uh, quite an important two weeks, probably needed as well, just with the kind of fixture list that's coming up after it. I mean, I think there's 12 games in 38 days, so it's going to be pretty packed. Obviously, you've got European games in there, you've got a cup final in there, massive away trips to, to Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts, stuff like that. So it's going to be uh, a condensed period. And as the manager said yesterday, every single player that's in this squad is going to need to play their part at some point. So... Um, I the break comes at a good point for us. Um, we'll go through the the Sparta Prague game, which was very positive, obviously on Thursday. Livingston, which was just any other game at Livingston, obviously there's a couple of decisions um that we can talk about, and then obviously we'll round up on um Philippe Comont, how we thought he, he's done in his first month as a manager. Mm-hmm. If you do enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, um, and share for us. It's always very appreciated. First, we'll go on to which was Thursday's game, Sparta Prague. Obviously, that didn't go down too well with Fleet come on, uh, the, the dancing, which, I mean, you all obviously enjoy when players are having fun on the pitch, right? But he clearly wanted um, more after that. And for me, that just kind of says all about what the guy we've got at the helm of this club is, is all about, really. It says everything, mate. It says absolutely everything. Obviously, we're going to talk about Cantwell. Um, but my boy, Daniel, I mean... I don't know if I could reject a little bit of samba with my boy, but I know says everything about the manager and um, feeling the same way that probably we felt that we, we should have had a lot more than obviously what we did. Nah, the game was, I mean, the first 40, 45 minutes of the game, we, we were outstanding. I mean, we could have went in about three, four, five. Um, Danilo was unlucky. Obviously, we won, hit the post. Cantwell had one, maybe even two, that he probably should have scored after he actually did score. Um and I, we just played really well, really fluid attacking football. Sparta Prague couldn't breathe. I mean, after the second goal, they're doing a huddle on their pitch, trying to regroup what's just happened to them in the space of 20 minutes of the game. So obviously it was really positive then, but I think coming back out for the second half and we never really get going at all. Um, I think we gave up a lot of possession to them and they kind of mm. came back into the game and their goal comes through. Maybe a bit of naivety for Ross McCausland not tracking the runner and then obviously Bonabarisic is rooted at the back post and they get a goal in, in there and it was kind of hearting your uh, mouth stuff after that. Obviously, we nearly get a straight away another goal to go to ahead again, but it was obviously ruled out. Um, and for then on, I the, the referee just kind of decided how many minutes he was going to play and obviously we then get the, the result. But... Um, that was the team that they played the game. Obviously, that game was Thursday. It's, it feels like ages ago now. But um, going through briefly uh, the squad, I thought Ben Davies was was fantastic in this game. Um, I don't know why we don't see Ben Davies play like that more often. I mean, he was good against Betis as well. I don't know what it is with the kind of European games that <laughs> bring the best out in him. Maybe just try to get a move away. Who knows on the European side? But I know he was fantastic, mate. Um, I fully enjoyed. Uh, him as well, Lundstrom as well, sensational again. Um, Seema did really well, Danilo obviously, um, but Barisic, Dario, me, I don't know how many times we see goals like that with him all the time. Um, and something I noticed as well, so when Sparta were taking corners and what have you, Butland just screaming at him 
to come back. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, I just, I cannot wait. I'm counting down the days until Barisic is gone. Um, and hopefully it's January for me personally, but obviously it'll probably be summer time. But then that's that's the thing you've need to look at now. He's obviously out of contract in the summer. We risk losing another guy for for free, or do you go and get a bit of cash in from? Obviously, there's also the the rumours of him getting offered a new contract there as well. So I'll throw myself the window. I think it's a it's a bit of a difficult situation with Barisic considering. I feel that we we should be looking at a different left back now. Um, but it's clear, obviously, the managers that have came in are, are fancying him a bit more. Eh? The the players that are kind of below the pecking order, a eh? Barisic. So, if we're all that... being honest here, yeah. I personally, obviously, Barisic for me has to go. But I think you let Yilmaz go as well because if if the man, as you say, three managers have come in now and, and they've all chosen Barisic over him. Really, when you think on it, I think you just go in, you get somebody else, and I think the manager probably have a good idea of somebody maybe we'd want to bring in. Who knows? You never know, but honestly, if Paris signs a new deal with, with, with us, I swear to God, I'm out the window. I cannot go this guy in my team still. But uh, on the positive things, Jack, my boy Sima, I can go in my team. Um, and I, I would love to sign him permanently, but uh, I, I don't think it'll happen. Obviously, what, 12, 15 million, the rumour thing. It's just constant work ethic and constantly willing to keep going and give the team everything he's got. And that's what you want for every day. Nah, I mean, Seema's been, obviously the goals have dried up a wee bit in the past couple of games, but I mean, his, his effort and his commitment to, to everything really is is great. Against Livingston, I didn't think he had his greatest game game ever, but he's always a an outlet on the left-hand side, pace, power, um, and he, he's a lot more composed on the ball now, I think. Um, when he first came into the club and people were like, what is this guy we've actually signed here? He's passing to old days, losing the ball all the time. I think he's just grown into this team really well and he's one of them. You look at Butland, uh, Goldson, Tavernier, Seema's like one of the, the main guys in the team sheet now as well. So, um, I, all round on Thursday, it was, it was a good um, good result. We had to, to win the game. It leaves us with Aris Limassol to beat in the next game at home. And if we can't do that, I don't feel we, need, we deserve to be in the next round of the Europa League, personally. So if we win that game, obviously that gives us a, a really strong uh, position to qualifying out the group. Personally, for me, I'm fine with not winning the group if we just go to Betis and play the kids, play MD. And then obviously we've got the cup oh. final, which is the more important thing um, after uh, that. No, obviously. Obviously, the cup final is the most important thing. But yeah, again, I think about my manager and what he's he keeps going on about and keeps talking about, which is winning. He wants to win every game. He wants to win Everton. So I personally want to top the group and obviously I want to win the cup final as well. Um, but I but obviously just the way the manager talks is is what I want to hear. And he wants to win Everton, and that's a that's the kind of mindset that we have to have. No, I mean that's sort of a fair point you make, but I just I don't see him going over there where the team that will start the cup final. And play them kind of back to back. I think he'll rotate quite a bit of the squad, even if um, we beat Aris Limassol. But we'd need to see. I would like to beat Betis as well. So um, we'll need to see what happens, obviously, closer yeah. to that time. But it was a good victory to kind of get us moving through through Europa League again. Hopefully, going a deep run in that again. But uh, Livingston was, was up next uh, yesterday, um, 12 o'clock kickoff. I mean, he's had these complaints about that, Philippe Clement. Which is understandable. I think we've played Thursday night. I mean, by the time the players get in, get rested, get back to training, I mean, you're leaving yourself no time to really recover. Um, you need to go and travel to Livingston Sunday morning. So I can understand the frustrations with that. And then obviously the pitch as well. He's not been able to play maybe a few of the players that would have started um, if it was obviously on a grass pitch. So we have to kind of deal with that. He said that at the time. He says it's not ideal, but we'll, we'll make it work. And we did. We won 2 0. I mean, there's a couple of 
question marks over the decisions that were made. First one will come to as the the goal for Connor Goldson. Mm. I think um I that one was was ruled off correctly. I think um in that phase he attacks Cyril Dessers is offside and he does go for the ball. And then it does um kinda the the keeper makes a reaction and then he's obviously not in the right place he would be if he didn't go for it. So I think that one is pretty I I could take that, but um you're expecting it may obviously be onside, which is the annoying part about the whole goal. Um then obviously the second decision we get is a penalty. Looking back at this this morning, I, I honestly looking back at it don't think it's a penalty. <laughs> um I think it's really soft. I think Ross McCausland actually falls into the goalie a bit more than the goalie actually swipes him. Obviously we were lucky to get the penalty, it was missed anyway, but I that one's kinda I don't know how we got a penalty for that after obviously VAR reviewing it as well. No, it was it was definitely intelligence, obviously for McCausland. It was not a penalty at all. Um but I just thought it was intelligent play for the young man and I thought he personally should have he should have maybe had it. Um instead of obviously Tavenier who ended up skying it by the first one, definitely Dessers, I don't know what he's doing at all. Um the referee got that one spot on, but um I McCausland, I just thought it was intelligent play, mate. And then obviously we go one nil up after that. Good bit of play coming out for the back. Tom Lawrence skipping through a, a couple, playing a nice ball. And you said he'll death and just kind of heart in your mouth again through on goal. But I think he does quite well to get the ball out of his feet. And obviously, mm. there's a bit of a ricochet off the goalie or the defender, and he obviously finds its way in the net. So I was pleased for him to get his goal. Um, and I that sent us 1 0 up. And it felt like at that time, that was just a massive relief with everything that was kind of going against us. We disallowed goals and missed penalties and stuff. It was good to get that, that goal. And then we were nearly 2-0 up. Obviously, Ross McCausen got a goal of his own. This is the one I do not understand at all. I mean, I watched it on Sky Sports News this morning. They're talking about, aye, Seema does push the, the defender, but they're not talking about the previous contact with Seema getting pushed and then that's what pushes the, him into the guy. Like, uh, I don't feel there's anything wrong with that goal and it's it's an absolute shame that Ross McCausland's been robbed of a yeah, debut because sort of starting goal uh, for Rangers because he, he had it really nicely and it was a great finish. That was a sensational finish, mate. It was that's definitely a decision the referee got wrong. I don't understand. <clears throat> sorry, I don't understand why he, he gave it off at all. Um, but I know it was a sensational finish for McCausland. Um, but I top top draw for the young boy again, mate. I played a great game. Um, overall, um, and as I say, I don't understand why the referee's not giving the goal. Ah, it was just, it was a bit yeah. It was a bit of a messy the first half, to be honest with you. Not in terms of our play. I thought we would be done everything right and we should have went in a couple of goals ahead. But I just think the referee and really this large stoppage of the game didn't really help anybody, to be honest. Never um, got, I never, the game never, got, never got to flow, I would say, in any of the halves really at all. Um, it was not a, obviously enjoyable at all. So the manager was going on about the, the pitch before the game, what have you, which was a large factor, I would say, anytime you play on the kind of parks. Um, but definitely decision making for the referee. Just didn't let the game flow at all for first or second half for me, and whatsoever. And it was just about obviously getting the three points and getting up the road. Nah, that's that's what Livingston kind of is all about. You know, I think in seasons past they've been a lot better as a team. Um, I think Livingston are really going to struggle this year. Obviously, that at the bottom of that table just now. You look at the teams that are kind of down there: Ross County, St Johnston, uh, Motherwell as well. Probably get a bit more quality than Livingston do, but I think I. David Martindale goes on about it quite uh, quite a lot every season. It's just a fight to stay in the division. I feel like he's got his probably his toughest fight this season. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, 
if he's no longer in charge, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I just think I, I could see maybe Martindale either agreeing to leave or, or getting sacked, really. I know they've got that Hangry Boys, uh, the assistant now, isn't it? What's it? What was uh, it, Hammond? Brian Rice, aye. Uh, so you can maybe see something like that. You feel it for him, but he's done an excellent job with that club and everything he does with it, do you know what I mean? Um, Top, top as I say, coach, to, to actually keep Livingston in the league repeatedly. And obviously, it was the last season almost getting top six as well, so you've got to take your hats off to the guy, man. No, nah, and I think maybe it's just a case of him. Obviously, he talked before the game about budgets being cut and stuff for that. They're kind of relying on the games against the old firm to, to gain profits and stuff for that. So, obviously, I, I do have a soft spot for Livingston, personally. Just uh, Maybe just as because of David Martindale and stuff. But, obviously, I, I'd like to see them um, do as well as yeah, they can. Um, but I, I think it'll be a tough one for them because they never really offered anything yesterday. Usually, Livingston maybe get the odd couple of chances with our obviously the bigger defenders, Louis De Lucas in that uh, image there. He was more on the ground right enough than than anything. Um, and then obviously we go in the second half. Um, se- second half was was just uh training session stuff. It was nothing to it. <clears throat> obviously, we get a penalty our own again. Handball in the air, it's it's a penalty, and Tavernier obviously tucks that one away, and it's job done by that point. I think, yeah, we just needed that second goal to really see us over the the line. Uh, that was a team that obviously started. You mentioned Ross McCausland, obviously was unlucky with his goal, got, got uh, awarded with the man of the match. Thought it was brilliant. He gives us that outlet down the right hand side. He's not afraid to take people on, cut inside. Um, obviously in that pitch, the ball can bobble quite a bit. Um. But I thought he'd done well. Seema, as I say, on the left-hand side, gives you that outlet, the, the pace and the power. Quite like Tom Lawrence as well in, in the middle of the park. I think he offers you more than, than Sam Lammers would in there. Um, he just looks he just looks more comfortable in, in that position. Obviously, Sergio Dessers gets his goal, but probably should have had a hat-trick. Um, obviously, he was hooked off about 60 minutes for Danilo. The rest of the team, I mean, nah, it, was, it was standard. The defence didn't have anything to do, really. Uh, Lundstrom and Jack kind of kept the, the game ticking over um, good possession in the middle of the part but I pretty standard game against Livingston uh, I mean the, the ball for Tom Lawrence to Dessers for the goals I just think that's an outrageous pass and as I say Dessers should I personally thought he should have three or four um, but as you say McCausland was fantastic for for the full game when he was on. Um, but also I want to Cantwell. I know he's going on about it on his Instagram, or whatever. Um, obviously you get the yellow card, but it does I mean for a fantastic performance on Thursday, um, and a sensational goal to on Sunday there. I mean, this it's just the two parts of his game really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I just don't understand why he gets involved in stupid stuff like that. I mean, you just I know the boys obviously kicked or whatever, but just to even react or what have you, do you know what I mean? You're playing into their hands. You know that that's what they want to do now. And that's what most, I think, teams now are going to do with Catmill is they know he's gettable um, in terms of that. So I think they're definitely going to be looking to get him carded a lot more. You've seen it as well in the, the Sparta game. Like That's that's why I believe Clement actually subbed Cantwell over Lammers because Cantwell was getting involved far too much in the, the silly aspects of the ball of the game and as you say he had a brilliant first half he got his goal which um, we came on here and I criticised him last week like you're not scoring goals you're not really providing anything in the attacking third that we, mm. we thought you would gets his goal plays really well and then obviously got a bit of the rest of the weekend but he's always involved in the kind of wee uh, scuffles in, in the park and stuff there's and just... I mean it's the end of the game as well there's nothing really obviously I... the guy kicks out him you would be annoyed I get that but I, I don't know just... Don't, just don't react why are you reacting you, there's no need to react the way you, 
you react, you know what I mean? It's probably easier for me and you sitting here to say that, do you know what I mean, than obviously when it happens. But I just think to myself, do you know what I mean? Come on. I mean, I sat here, as I said, we were, we do it all the time when we, you know what I mean, we criticise a player and then they turn around Thursday night, Cameron was brilliant. And you were like, that's what I want to see. I want to see my players step up and, and deliver the business. We need more goals and what have you, if you can't move. We know that. Um, but just just that aspect of his game, to me, it's just it's just so frustrating to watch because you know he's a quality player and you just don't want to see him get involved in stuff like that at all, man. Nah, you know, I think it's not even only on the basis of the, the incident at Livingston, which probably looking back on reflection as Moria want to kick out and be annoyed at it's the stuff in games past. I mean, the, the game at Hearts last um last Sunday in the cup. I mean, stupid fouls there and getting involved in stuff. And I feel like he's always a guaranteed uh building yeah, as well. Every game. Uh, you're, um you're so. a bet man there you go then just to get a goal and the uh, camera to get a yellow card every game. Because I tell, honestly it's every game and I'm noticing it, as I say. Um and I'm just I'm like, come on, you need to just don't react. But you know then you I mean? think about it as well when we've got this big run of games coming up and the, the yellow cards build up at some point and you're yeah. going to get a ban eventually. So it's stupid stuff like that that he really needs to sort of kick out his game. I just want to see the can't with us on Thursday. Just play with that that freedom, play with that expression on the pitch. And he was exactly. he had a couple of really good chances and obviously got his goal. And I just want to see him play play like that. Um, again, obviously we've got plenty of games coming up for him to show his show his talents. So. Um, aye, it, it, it was a standard win. Obviously, yesterday we'll have our criticisms and whatever about VAR and referees and some players and stuff. But um, three points, job done, and we kind of march on into the international break. Obviously, Philippe come on. Uh, he's got his first round of fixtures done as Rangers manager. It couldn't really have went any better, to be honest with you. Um, the only thing is missing is a goal against Sparta Prague away from home. But you'll take the point on on reflection that night. And I mean, it's been it's been a revelation since he's obviously come into the club. I mean the the way he's handled himself, the way he's carried himself. Um, I think we've got a leader here. I think we've got somebody we can rely on, and we can we can really sit down and listen to for once. Um, doesn't give too much away to the media. Knows what his players obviously wants, and he said it's the um the team that's reacted to his story as he keeps on going on about the quickest. I mean he's been in clubs Monaco and Bruges and Genk, and this Rangers team have apparently reacted to that what he wants faster than all of them so I think it can only set us in good stead it's really only the start and we've saw a massive upturn in performance and results so long may it continue and the guy I'm waiting to see back in this team is nearly back and it's Rabi Matondo I cannot wait to see Matondo Sima Danilo and Tom Lawrence or Cantwell or Lammers through the middle of the park I mean the pace is going to be frightening um, when he comes back and you've got players that are coming into the, the team McCausland I mean I think near enough every game that Clement's managed so far, he's be, he's been on the pitch. So it's it's an exciting time again. I feel um I feel excited. Obviously, I I didn't want the break to come, but it feels like it is kind of needed, and we reset and we go for Aberdeen away, and and the Sunday when we're back, and I can guarantee you that won't be a, a six 0 for us. No, it won't be a six 0 for us whatsoever. Um, but we all we always know that we already know that. Um, no, just sensational for the managers coming in. Um, probably as you say, the breaks needing just in terms of what he gets to do on the the training ground, ground sorry, and working with the players a lot more. Um, but the start's been absolutely fantastic, and it's great to just enjoy watching your club play football again. And it's honestly, it's such a buzz. Um, then obviously what we had before the manager came in. Um. But I just only say top manager, as I say, and, and the winning mentality, the way he talks is so refreshing. He always wants to improve. And as, as we talked about at the start there, even with 
De Niro and Carmel dancing, celebrating, whatever you didn't like it, once more. And that's that's a constant thing I, I keep hearing, obviously, when a manager is winning and, and always wanting more. I'm just excited for January, certainly seeing all the players that he might potentially bring in, obviously. Um, obviously, if I see Barris at sign an extension, I'm, I'm out the window. Um, but I no, I just think he's been breath of fresh air. And as you say, when Matondo and all the boys come back, it's, we're going to be cooking, Jack. Let's just say it. We're going to be cooking. No, 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 no. That's kind of... Obviously, I'm a I'm a fanboy Matondo this season. I'm it's just when he get injured, I'm I'm thinking. Obviously, we scored right being out as well doesn't quite help because he can obviously stand in and stuff. But um, I think it's clear that Clement really wants to play with two wide men. Um, I've seen him obviously bring in McCausland for that reason. He's put Cantwell out there. Um, he's obviously had Seema as a permanent fixture on the left hand side, so it'll be interesting to see when when all the squad is fit. Who uh, who he picks, and I think that'll be when he kind of makes up his mind as well. Eh? Who who he wants to be here, who he uh, also, maybe wants to send out and loan, maybe get a day. Uh, so also just the fact, obviously, he talks about rotation and how he's going to have to play a part as well, which is good. Do you know what I mean? I, you can imagine, as I say, obviously Hadji's about on loan right now, and what have you. But even just being told if you're a squad rotation kind of player that listen, you're going to have a chance to play, you're going to be able to show what you can do, obviously we have a massive run coming up, we need everybody to step up so just in that aspect in terms I think it's refreshing when he says that, especially out in, obviously in the public, do you know what I mean, it's easy to probably say it behind closed doors to players and what have you but to actually come out and be like, no listen everybody's going to have to play their part here um, it shows a real leader and a real, obviously a, a real winner for me as well, I just don't see how we don't go on and kick on with this guy and win, win and win um, so I am I'm loving life with him, man. He's working that magic with that one, so that's all we can ask for. It's exactly it. I mean, you look at the fixtures that are going to be coming up um, before, obviously, the we've got the cup final, we've got Aberdeen away, Limassol at home, St Mirren at home, Hearts away, Dundee at home, yeah. Betis away, we've got the cup game. Um, tough games. So tough game. They're tough games, especially at this point of the year when it's um, teams are really desperate to get points, so... Especially when you games in there. Especially when you know Aberdeen are going to turn up and have the game of their season. So exactly, you know, exactly, and that's 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 where it boils down. to Yesterday, we obviously them getting absolutely turned over, and you know the next game in the horizon is just going to be an absolute, completely different team that are um, desperate, obviously, to beat us. And that's it. If we can't beat Aberdeen, though, that's that's on us as well. We're we're better than Aberdeen, so if they raise our game, we we need to raise ours even even more. So. Don't have any problems with, with that, but um, nah, I'm I'm look, I'm just looking forward to the next time we play. Obviously, it's going to be that game. It's going to be feisty. It's going to be it's going to be a hard fought uh, game as always. But with this guy in charge, with the players that we've got, obviously performing, I don't see any problems with that. But um, it's just the confidence. I, you have. It's the confidence you have in your team now. You know what I mean compared to obviously beforehand. But actual confidence to be like a fancies to do something here today. I fancy to obviously go out and get the three points or maybe score three or four. I mean, that's just to have that back again is fantastic. And as I say, he's a winner and the winner mentality that he, he comes to the club with is just fantastic, man. Aye. And we'll eagerly anticipate that Aberdeen game, obviously. We've got, what, two, just under two weeks now till that game um, happens. But um, aye, we'll look forward to that. And uh, let us know your thoughts on Clement Clement's first month uh, as a manager. I'm guessing everybody will be obviously enjoying it. It's been a good spell so far, but hopefully we can keep kicking on and we'll be back, if not next week, the week after, um, reviewing the Aberdeen game um, and looking forward to obviously the Aris Limassol uh, Europa League game, which is probably the most vital game we have now in terms of uh, Europe. So 
Um, that'll be an interesting one, but until then, we'll see you.